welcome you back to our first episode of season two of Back Chat here in 2019. Yes, here we are. And we're starting off the season from the West End. Yes, live in the West End at Krista's wonderful condo. And hopefully my cats aren't too annoying because... We're currently, we <laughs> oh literally gosh. just hit record and we're watching Wally try to knock a globe off of a bookshelf. Yeah. He has been a little bit of a rascal these past couple of days. I don't know what's gotten into him. I swear he knows that we hit record. I know. He was waiting he really for it. He really does. And now he's like over going through my bag. I don't know. He's yeah, he's just... going to steal your wallet. He... Go buy some smokes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a bad kid. He's... <laughs> Honestly, I think... So we started feeding them a raw food diet. Raw food diet. Okay. Um, now, what kind of raw food? So it's... It's actually, it's for cats, um, but it's just raw meat, essentially. Okay, and now what kind Um, of a meat mixture? mm, Well, you can buy different ones, and we got, we feed them mostly chicken because that's what the vet recommends. Also, it's the cheapest. Okay. There's a whole bunch of different ones that you can give them, but that's what, I think that's what they recommend for cats because that's the closest to what they would probably get. Okay, in in the the wild. wild. Yeah, because they eat birds and stuff like that, right? Yeah, like for little small game, but they wouldn't be like taking down a cow. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, he is already being bad. Spray you. He's just on it. Yeah, he's ready to destroy. Yeah. But since they've been on this diet, like we've noticed so many changes. First of all, it's way cheaper. Yeah. It's a third of the price of what we were paying before. Wow. Because we were feeding them only wet food before. Yeah. So now it's like a third of the price and... Their coats are so shiny. Their teeth are shiny and white. Oh my gosh. I can hear him rummaging through the cupboards now. He is He's on it. a little raccoon. Well, I think another benefit, or if this is a benefit, I'm not sure. They seem yeah. to have a lot more energy. That's what I was going to say. They're is more active. Since they, they, they do. They like run around like crazy. They like jump up in the air. They're just going crazy all the time. And it's like, it's great. Yeah. But yeah, because so we, we just sat down. I just got home right before we started to record. So they're just a little bit like antsy. They want me to play with them. Yes. Excited. So, but I will. If only you could explain to them, like, I will when we're done, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. They just don't, you don't speak cat. Can, they can don't really listen? know it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we could do some sign language. Yeah. I'm like, can we, we can do some slow blinks. Yeah. But that's about it. Very, that's, that's very. That's a secret to cats. <laughs> I think I told you that, right? Um, no, no. That you can, if you like blink really slowly at cats, it's like a way of like telling them that like, don't worry, I'm chill. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had no idea. And they'll, and they'll slow blink back to you. It's like. Oh, the biggest compliment a cat could give you. Animal signs, man. Right? Yeah, yeah. I've heard if you wiggle your finger back and forth really quickly, it'll mm. tell a squirrel you're friendly. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, that that's... could be completely untrue, but I've been told this. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh. I don't. Cute. I, I don't spend a lot of time hand gesturing to squirrels, but if I were to, I would try that. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Squirrel sign language. Well, let's try it out next time. Yeah. Next time I see a squirrel, which they're still out and about. They're not hibernating yet. No, I don't think they hibernate though. They don't. No, I they, thought they did. They're out and about all winter long. Are you sure? They might sleep on the really cold days, but yeah, because you can hear them in the forest all winter. They chitter. Do their little <laughs> squirrel chitter. <laughs> They they're, should have chatted. They're always chatting in the trees. Well, yeah. they're squirrel chatting. Mm-hmm. They have their own podcast. They really do, and it would you know be what? very entertaining. Yeah. You can keep it. A lot of nuts. Yeah, lots of nuts. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of nuts here, too. We do. Um, two, specifically. Mm-hmm. So, fake sponsors for season two. Fake sponsors. Let's dive right in. The first one of the season. I know. What's yours? I was thinking. Yes. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be sponsored by our season wrap episode, which <laughs> just aired last week. New Year's Eve. But a lot of people might have some holiday brain. Totally. Getting back into the groove. Yes. And it's also like it came out on a day. I I don't know. I don't know. Did you go back to work that day? 
Um, I didn't. You didn't. So I did go back to work. That okay. Day. Or no, hold on. No, it came out like on the second. No, it no, came out it New, came Year's out New Year's Eve. Yeah. No, I yeah. did not go to back to work until the second. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I went back on New Year's Eve. And I think everyone was just like totally out of it. Like, Oh, what? completely. There's not even a point. There wasn't. There really wasn't. Yeah. It was just everyone was like, had no idea what was going on. No one had clothes on, you know. Yeah. Just just an just... average day at the office, but not really. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but it was so funny. And I was listening to it again um, when it came out just to hear like the finished product, you know. Yeah. And oh my gosh, like. I, I don't know. I was it just I was so proud of us and like so proud of like all of these episodes that we have. Yeah, yeah. Like it's so great. And it was really cute to hear all the recaps again. The recaps were so great. Yeah. And, and if you haven't listened, I felt like that was like a good one to start with. So Definitely. Yeah, and if you haven't listened yet, definitely go back and give it a listen because yeah. I know I might be a little bit biased as well, but I really enjoyed that episode. It was so cute. Yeah. I, I liked it too. It was good. It and was the a- holiday wrap episode too. That one was really funny. Yeah, that one was hilarious. You could kind of tell well, I don't know if anyone else can tell, but I feel like I can always tell when we've had a few drinks. <laughs> we do it. I'm pretty sure they could tell by the intro. Yeah. Our accents come out. Oh, completely. Um, what else? I don't know. We just record our own intro music, our yeah. own outro music. Oh, we just go And for things it. just get a little bit zany. Oh, things get crazy. Yeah. Things get crazy. But you can probably, well, I know we'll be able to tell that we haven't had a few drinks this episode. No. Because we are doing my fake sponsor mm-hmm. called Dry January. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like this hit like pop culture palooza this year for whatever reason. Yeah, You're it really did. You're reading about it everywhere. Yeah. Everybody's doing Dry everyone's January. Ready. Yeah, everyone's yeah. doing it. And I mean, it's only the third day in, so yeah. best of luck to all of you yeah if you're doing it but I um did some reading about it and it's kind of crazy how many benefits come from just mentally committing to not drinking for a full month oh really yeah and like the University of Sussex did a study on this um it's been an ongoing study and they found that if you can not drink the entire month of January right it actually sets you up for the rest of the year to drink less interesting yeah and it says that like um get one extra dry day per week during the year oh which doesn't sound like a lot but there's like 52 weeks in a year so that's quite a few that's quite a few and then anytime that you do have a few drinks you'll only have a few like you'll you'll drink less extra days exactly it's quite a bit Mm -hmm. wow that's crazy yeah I mean I feel like a lot of people were just everyone's been you know drinking enjoying themselves and that's all great yeah sometimes it's nice to have a little reset I know I was ready for a little bit of a reset after all of the sugar oh my all gosh. of the drinks over yeah. the holiday it's really nice to oh, just man. know that you're going to give your body a break yes to and reset. I, i've actually been feeling kind of lethargic and i think it's because you're detoxing i'm detoxing yeah i'm like i'm also like getting a little bit of like cold symptoms and stuff like that and i'm trying not to uh eat sugar Mm-hmm. which is, has been a, also a tough one easier said than done yeah it is and so but I'm i gonna, ate three cookies today right I yeah mean, it's so hard oh yeah it's so hard and but you don't realize how hard it is but until you kind of start and you start feeling those symptoms and then all you want is like a cookie yeah and like that sugar monster and then comes that's out. all you can think about yeah is and, the cookie. Just, and and avoiding the cookie yeah and it's just yeah Mm-hmm. But best of luck to everyone who's doing Dry January. Yeah. We will update you on our progress. Totally. And we support everyone else who is. And yeah. if you're going and if to you're stick through too. it, they say University of Sussex says this, by the way. Um, nine in 10 people sleep better. Oh. Yeah. Um, eight in 10 save money. Oh, well, and six yeah, in 10 lose sense. weight. 
Oh, there you go. Yeah, so there's so many perks. Oh, God. It's everything to gain, nothing to lose. <laughs> nothing to lose. And Wally just knocked over my back chat book because <laughs> I even wondered what that it was. It's just out to get you. Your New Year's resolution is just to not lose your cool on your cats, I yeah. think. No, I've, I've become a pro at that. Perfect. Much, I think, but... do, you, do you have a New Year's resolution this year? I don't. You don't? Um, I don't because I kind of had already started making commit- commitments to myself earlier this year. Yeah. Just a kind of a more drastic change or I guess earlier last year. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I picked up what you were laying down. Yeah. yeah. And so like I already feel like I'm I'm like working on things and setting goals. And I think it's really important for us to continue setting goals for ourselves constantly throughout the year. Yeah. And sometimes, I don't know, I feel like New Year's resolutions maybe some people do really well with them but I know for myself I've never really done very well with New Year's resolutions Mm. and I think that it's kind of we put a lot of pressure on ourselves about it and there's a lot of hype there's a lot of hype behind it and And when you fail it doesn't feel good no and hype fades too yes it does yeah so when you set a goal based on hype that's gonna fade your motivation for that will just naturally fade exactly because you don't like you have to really want to change things and you have to really you know have that motivation in you you have to make a decision exactly yes and I think like a lot of what I've been hearing is like you know I think people have been like kind of posting on Instagram like like the gym is so full and blah 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 like Mm -hmm. and they're getting annoyed with everyone else but just like I don't know for me it's like okay these people yes like the the gym is really full right now because everyone's setting new year's resolutions you know and absolutely and honestly best of luck to everyone who's hitting the gym who maybe like made a new year's resolution blah 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 yeah but also like let's just you know remember that like these are all just people too and they're trying to do their goals and like yes maybe the gym is a little bit full right now but believe me it will die down yes you know and maybe like pick a different time to go or something if there's like a particular time that's really busy yeah but I feel like there's this weird thing in January that happens where people get really competitive and kind of um and then really down on themselves if like you if you fail and yeah because once again you've set yourself up with that hype and there's a lot for you to live up to yeah exactly and and so I feel like it's kind of a time for me to remind myself to just be like extra gentle with people and approach people with like, you know, kindness Mm -hmm. and just really make sure that we're, I'm doing, you know, my part anyway to just like stay mindful that everyone is just trying to live their best life. Yeah. And some of us will, you know, maybe fall off the wagon. Maybe it's not your, your time, but that we don't have to divide our lives into 365 days like your life is always your life there's always another chance to set a goal there's always every day and you every day is a new chance and like sometimes you know for instance every day is a new chance every day is a new chance working on a new you by krista exactly um and like over the holidays i really dropped some of my routine right because it's just you're busy yeah that it just happened it just happened there's that there's that weird period between well christmas and new year's where you have no idea what day it is yeah you don't know what's going on. Is it you're filling your it face. You're having a drink. Yeah. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it's kind and of fun. And there's family but... things and there's friends and whatever. You're visiting people. People are in town, blah, blah, blah. So like, but I didn't feel, really feel bad about like, quote unquote, falling off the wagon. Yeah. It's just like, I'm just going to hop right back on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not. Yeah. So just a reminder to people that 
if you did set goals and you're following through that's super awesome and if you didn't like you're also super awesome and you don't have to worry about it there you go there you go so let's you just don't have to buy into that hype and five, yeah just know? love yourself and <gasps> you oh do you oh my gosh my kittens they are just crazy they are up to something else they're trying to like get our attention i think i think so maybe we should have them as guests sometime well they are by default they're just guests well i made a new year's resolution krista let's hear it i'm going to stop using lol oh like in your language or in your text um in my text oh okay i'm not even going to use it ironically or just as a filler or anything like that i'm just not going to use lol anymore oh really what was the um motivation behind that um it kind of so i think if used properly it can add to something that you're trying to say if you're saying it in and with something else right there's nothing that's more lazy i find or quite rude if you just reply to someone with an lol Right, right, If right, you send right. that as its own text, I just right. find it's a very lazy way around things. Oh, you know, okay. at least take the effort to put like, you know, the cry laugh emoji or don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. But just sending back LOL. Like you're Feels, obviously not laughing out loud. It's like sending loud. a K or something. And, yeah. Well, right. well, you can use it passive aggressively as well. In which case, <laughs> like it, that is actually quite effective. <laughs> rude. But it's rude to do. Yeah. But also it's just a lazy filler. Ah. You know? So like... You're kind of <laughs> like I just said, you know, it's a lazy filler like <laughs> right, that. Right. Well, I mean, I think this has always been something that like from my perspective as mm-hmm. your co-host on yes. chat, um, that you've always really been into is like effective communication. Mm-hmm. And it's actually something that we I was kind of like, oh, what do you mean? Let's work on saying um or like or whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Of course, of course. Right? It's so funny though. But it's it also works in other ways. And I think like what also what you're really saying and what you have one thing that you've taught me how to do is like be more effective at communicating what you actually want to say. Yes. As opposed to just filling in the blank with or filling in that, you know, silent gap with a filler word or with something that you are actually aren't trying to say. Yes. You know? I completely agree. You know? And that was really nice of you to say. Oh my gosh. Wallace. That's just that was so kind of you to say. Yeah, I mean Thank you. I think I think that's a really important thing and I'm also working on that. But it's funny to notice like these these little ways that we kind of blow each other off. Yeah. Like without you know, and like texting is it's actually really interesting if you think about how communication has changed so drastically mm-hmm. because I really appreciate a phone call. Yeah. I don't know about you, but it I, depends. It's, it's just, it's fast. Yeah. And it's faster to me because you can just talk on the phone really quick, figure everything out. You can, you use your voice, you use your tone. That's true. Um, all of these things that we use to communicate seeing you know eye to eye if we're having a conversation and you can see my body language you can see my temperament all of these things are going to be also indicators and text message can be so confusing sometimes about what people are meaning to say and they can be so easily misread too and I think I think even you misread my text sometimes too and you think I'm annoyed when I'm not or like just certain things so true yeah I I think we all do we're all guilty of that and that's funny that you say that because that was my new year's resolution last year was to stop emotionally reacting to text messages and emails because I know at work it would especially get me all worked up often over nothing and I would create this imaginary havoc in my mind that didn't even exist and it would 
what strategy have you used to like combat that? Um, I just, if I feel a reaction, yeah. I don't let myself feel it. I imagine that it was written by a robot and I don't assign emotion to things like that because it'll just negatively affect me. If so it's in true. a positive way, go, go bananas. But I right. guarantee you nine times out of 10, if not 9.5 yeah. times out of 10, yeah. it's not in a positive way. Yeah. And it's then true. you have to check yourself yeah. because it's just you creating that. It's so true. It's yeah. so true. And also, so I also have this problem. Yeah. Where I and it's read hard to it's things. hard to work on too. Yeah. Like, but and I won't even say like I have this problem. Like, it's not. I think a lot of us have this. It's just we aren't used to communicating in this way. Yeah. It's not natural. Really. No. It's it's new. We so haven't evolved to catch up yet. Our yeah. little brains are having a hard time with this whole exactly. concept. And that's like something that uh, actually. Kim Jenna was taught me this this method which I really liked um and that I use that works for me it's like when I see if I see myself like starting to freak out yeah I you have a conversation with your brain so I'll be like okay what are they saying to, what okay Krista mm-hmm. slow down whatever relax calm down what what are they actually trying to say or What's the worst thing that could happen here? Are you about to get fired? I love asking yourself, what's the what's worst the thing worst that can thing? happen? That's really yeah. good. And and so it's like, and then when you, once you kind of like calm yourself down a little bit, oh yeah. gosh, um, it's just so much easier to then just go in and whatever. Completely. And actually I had this happen the other day um, with a coworker who sent me an email that was like, kind of, just kind of like abrupt mm-hmm. and like, seemed more of a kind of maybe a them problem than a me problem. Like when people get stressed out, you're writing an email. It's really easy to forget kindness. Yes. And so. Oh, and you're hiding behind a mask. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so instead of, and at first I had this reaction and I was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Mm -hmm. You know, are you actually coming for me right now? What the fuck? And then I was like, no. And I actually ended up calling them. Oh, good for you. And I just said, hey, just got your email. Are you okay? Yeah. but <laughs> and, I, I... and they were so nice on the phone. On the phone, everything was totally fine. They almost maybe even felt embarrassed about the way that they had spoken in their email. Yeah. And you completely diffused the situation. Exactly. And we and both left feeling happy from the situation, right? Y- exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's really great, actually. So I think that's a great, I think that's a great, like, resolution, goal, whatever, ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, right? Whatever it is, let's just call it um, a self-improvement it. motion. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Emotion. <laughs> and as for you, you're practicing, yeah. like, how you've been practicing mindfulness and just all of these different things have been, it's been, in, like, inspiring for me to sit across the table from you now and just um yeah just see how far you've come and implementing I'm seeing how effective it is for you and that actually encourages me yeah to start thinking about it more so it's really cool I really like that I love that yeah so I I wanted to let you know that on the show Brian yeah I know I love our relationship it's so great Mm, it's just back (laughs) chatterific it is back chatterific so speaking of back chatterific yes um did you do anything back chatterific for New Year's um, I just hung out with friends. I rang it in hard. I had a great, great time. I, I love the phrase <laughs> rang it in hard. That's we ra- amazing. <laughs> we rang it in hard, girl. Good for you. Good yes. for you. What about you? Um, we, <laughs> we rang it in hard, I guess, in a different way yes. where we were helping other people who wanted to ring it in hard yes. get home safe with stuff. Yes. And so, what, so what were you doing? Well, New Year's for me has always been kind of a pain in the ass because everything for me has been last minute. It's right. not really that special of a day for me, to be completely yeah, honest. That's totally I'm more excited right. about December 21st solstice than I am about New Year's Eve. Right. And so it's just another over, I think it's overhyped. 
ties in with New Year's resolutions and the hype just loses its shine. So I'm like, well, for people who, you know, are still loving it more than I would get out of the evening going out, Mm -hmm. we might as well volunteer. So Stuart and I drove for this organization called Operation Red Nose. Yes. And so they will take you and your vehicle home for free. Oh, wow. On um, certain days during the holidays, New Year's Eve being one of them. Yeah. And honestly, I had more fun seeing all of these party people driving oh the home home in their vehicle and hearing their stories and just hopping around the city yeah then i have at most new years where i get to be the one that's the party person oh my gosh yeah it, it's a lot of fun and it's a cool organization yeah um, it they, is. they're by donation so and yeah. all the donations go to a little fund called kids in sport for low-income oh, families okay yeah who can't put their they can't afford to put their kids into organized sports oh, that's and so, so cool. this fund helps them oh my gosh supplement that's amazing. that i wondered i, I was like I I couldn't remember where the donations went to. Okay. I thought they went to Mothers Against Drunk Driving or something. Oh, no. Yeah. No, it doesn't go to MAD. But yeah. um, that's even Fun- better. Oddly enough, though, hey? That's kind of funny. Well, I'd honestly rather see it go to kids in sports. Me too, to be completely honest you know with you. I mean? Yeah. Um, can you share a story or would that be would that be weird? Actually, there was a really funny story. So we went up to, we had to go to like the farthest part of Coquitlam to pick up this. It was actually a mom and a dad and their two kids. Oh my gosh. That had driven a minivan to this house party. Oh my gosh, yes. And they were just wasted by the time we picked them up. Oh my gosh. And so it was just, we asked the mom, we're like, how was your night tonight? And she's like, we had really fun. Oh my gosh, <laughs> And she's yes. trying to be sober mom, putting her boots on and just like her eyes were kind of like going all over the place. Oh my and gosh. they're just like, yeah, her eyelids are drooping and just her saying like we had really fun you're like it seems like you had it really was fun. hilarious that's amazing yeah I so love that was it. cute and then just the whole way home um i drove the escort vehicle then so Stuart was driving this minivan and i'm right. just killing myself laughing at the thought of him driving this van full of oh people in front of me i love it and apparently the mom was just like would turn around and look at her kids and just stare at them and be like I just love you both so much, you know, doing like this drunk mom thing. And she was just all about the love. And then she would ask Stuart how his night was. And then she would tell the kids that she loved them again. And then she would ask Stuart how his night was because she forgot the first time. Oh my God. And the dads passed out in the back. Oh my God. Beside a car seat snoring. Yeah, it was just great. It was a really, really funny time. That's so so funny. That's awesome. I'm, I I was like, oh, that's so great. You guys did that. And it's so cool. You got to do it together. Yeah. Yeah. Fun way way to spend New Year's Eve. And did you get to enjoy New Year's Day? Because it was beautiful. Totally. Yeah. yeah got up, um, enjoyed like, yeah, just everything that comes along with not being hung over on New yeah, Year's Day, right? which is cool. That is, it's always such a good feeling yeah. to not be hung over. And that's not coming from a judgy place. No, or I mean, anything. I had honestly yeah. the opposite. I didn't even go home until like 5 a.m. Uh, and I had a ton of fun. I had a great time. Yeah, you know, so much two, fun. Two different ways of having fun. The two, and I, you know what? Like as, as someone as a Libra who likes the balance, yes. I like to balance it out. And maybe next New Year's, I'm going to be shit faced on a cruise ship somewhere, right? You know, or anywhere. <laughs> oh you yes. never with me, you never know. Well, so we, balance we have it out. Talked about our backtrack cruise before. We have. Can't forget that. We, I would never forget so, it. You know. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, I even might dream about it a little bit. Yeah. yeah when I put my head on that pillow and, oh, yeah. you know, when you first kind of drift off and your eyelids flutter a little bit. Yeah, and then, you fall right into that REM. And... All the REM. Yeah. All the REM. And then you realize it <laughs> might it be up. time for, in, in your, your dreams. dreams. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> So we haven't done it in your dreams in a while. No, we haven't done one since last year. <laughs> we haven't done one since last year. Good dad joke there. Yeah. Thanks, and thanks. Um, we actually have a few dreams in our inbox mm-hmm. and I'm excited about that. So if you if your dream isn't read today, don't worry. We are going to get to it. Yes. 
And keep sending in your dreams because we love them. Oh, please do. Um, they're they're so fun to read they're so all the great. time, and they're so different. Yeah. And but I really like there's um like a little thread of continuity that ties them all together, where it's like random, 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 and then they just abruptly end. Right. There's never any I like know. finite so conclusion funny. to these dreams. I know. And I actually, you know, I started a dream journal. Oh, did you? I did. So we'll be hearing a lot more about my dreams, I'm sure, oh, unless you I can't guys wait. write in. Um, (laughs) is that a threat or a promise Krista it could be a little bit of both (laughs) now what was I going to say something about both of the people who wrote dreams into us and we (laughs) were excited well both of the people Uh, that we picked was that a hashtag just air sign stuff I totally was the first one of 2019 I love it. Yeah. Perfect. Well, here's our first dreams of 2019. And these dreams were had in 2018. But here we are. We're going to give new birth to them in this new year. We are. Yeah. And are we saying people's names? I forgot. Um, We we can. Actually, you know what? Let's go. We didn't actually we never actually checked in and asked people to let us know if we can say their name on that's true so let's just make a quick note if you write in more dreams in the future let us know or we'll check back with you yeah so for these ones we're gonna make up names yes so the first one is coming from reinhardt mcgillcuddy okay reinhardt mcgillcuddy and he's from Okay, just air sign stuff again. Yeah, we totally just blanked out there. We, apparently, neither of us knows any places. Uh, in the we don't know world. any places. Yeah. No, and he is from um, Lake Minnewanka. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Minnewanka. Yes. <laughs> Great. I love it. So, uh, I'll go ahead and read the dream. Okay. And Brian and I tried a little bit of a different strategy this time. Yeah, we did. Um, we read the dream, and then we both took. We took different things, different symbols from the dream to Mm -hmm. analyze. And then we're going to come together to see what the whole analysis was. Yeah. So calling dreamologists is our uh, subject here. All right. Thanks, Reinhardt. I need a dreamologist. This was a weird one. In the dream, I was running back and forth between two vehicles. The Honda Civic my parents had when I lived at home and an excavator. Both are running at full throttle, but thanks to the snow, they aren't moving much until they dig through the snow and start churning up earth. They've moved so much earth that nothing is flat, driving and running up and down, moving peaks of earth, breaking through the snow. At least once the car slides into the excavator while I'm running between them. I've got anxiety listening to this. It's like my heart is starting to pound a little faster. Oh my gosh. It's super stressful. I mean, God, how scary. An excavator? I'm scared of those anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Even yeah, if they're, they're behind loud. a gate. And yeah. they're yellow. Ooh, sort of bananas. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. most scary color. All kinds of trouble. Everyone knows yellow's the scariest. Mm. Um, it's twilight and both... Wait. At least once the car slides into the excavator while I'm running between them. So they're crashing into each other. Yikes. It's twilight and both vehicles' headlights are on. So shadows are swinging everywhere as they move. It's important to keep the vehicles from running over two cords on the ground. So two cords. Yeah. One is pink and one, the way more important cord, knobbly and gray. Knobbly. Mm-hmm. Hmm. If the gray one gets damaged, the repairman will have to come. Okay. All right. <laughs> the car... No backstory on that, but we're just going to we'll, 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 we'll go with it. Thanks, Reinhardt McGillcuddy. <laughs> Mr. McGillcuddy, if you uh, will. <laughs> yeah. The car is generally weaving its way towards the road. The excavator is headed uphill towards a tree. Mm. I took notes when I woke up, and honestly, it sounds more bananas now that I'm typing it out. Look at them. Do they just have bananas? That's actually kind of crazy. Yeah, we are Ooh, we're on picking this. up on something. I can, the, our the, dreamologist senses are tingling. 
<laughs> so I don't know who's who's going to start this, but I think we, we should start with the two vehicles. Yeah, let's totally do that. So <clears throat> do you want to let us know? Do you want me to start with the excavator? I think that you should start with the excavator because it's powerful and it's big and it kind of is your introduction into the dream. Right? Okay. So an excavator, to dream of an excavator, means that you're ready to delve into your subconscious and confront issues that are holding you back. Oh. Um, and this could be issues that are holding you back or things that you are kind of trying to push away okay so you're purposefully trying to push them okay away. um i can see that with an excavator that makes sense yeah so you're clearing a path to rid yourself of old habits and beliefs okay or like ways of life or whatever okay. something that you're holding you know in your in your heart hmm. in your head in your heart whatever yeah that's now so because there were two vehicles there right two vehicles yeah so the small car that's, I was wondering what excavator was going to bring up on yes. your end. And by the way, we haven't ran this by each other. So no, this is us analyzing yet. for not the yet. first time because a small car denotes ambition oh, and the ability to navigate from one stage in life to another. Oh. But nobody driving the car symbolizes an unwillingness to take responsibility. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, when combined well, with the excavator. Kind of, those go together. They do, and he was alternating back and forth between them. Yes, and I'm curious. So running, because mm-hmm. um, he was running in between them all, Yeah, indicates avoiding an issue. Oh. So. I mean, that, that's kind of straightforward. Kind of I, sense, I like right? that, though, yeah. Yeah, so, so um, you know, the excavator is kind of like the, the issues that are holding you back. The car. Mm-hmm is the car is your unwillingness to take responsibility and you're kind of avoiding it so you're running in between yeah so what's our next well it happened at twilight yes which to me when you read the dream out twilight is something that really sticks out in my mind yeah whenever we analyze dreams i always like to visualize and the visuals that stick it out in my mind the most are what i like to pick out yes yes and so twilight was a big thing yeah. Um, but Twilight, although it's a big thing in the dream, for me, it actually has a very short and simple definition. Oh. And that is um, Twilight refers to some old habit, condition, or situation. Oh, okay. That's it. Interesting. Cut and dried. Just a That's one funny. That's sentence. That's not what I would have thought that it means. Yeah, me neither, which is really surprising. But it ties in, I'm thinking, with the first items that we've already analyzed. It does. And so I picked out shadows. Okay. Because... They were saying that shadows were being cast everywhere, kind of. Yeah. So to see other shadows, so not your own shadow, mm-hmm. represents being overlooked and that you're fed up with it or you're in someone else's shadow. Okay. So that could be a part of your uh, your issue. Yeah. Um, snow also. Okay. So yeah, because snow, snow that's, that really stands out in my mind as well. It does. And I see the cords on the snow, but yeah, tell me what yes. the snow is because I'm wondering if cords will tie in. Well, so snow signifies inhibitions, yeah, um, unexpressed emotions, okay, and feelings of frigid frigidity, frigidity, and so it says you need to release and express these emotions and inhibitions when okay. you see snow, um, and it can also feel, signify feeling indifferent, alone, or neglected. Okay, yeah. Um, well, the, so the cords were on the snow, yes, which is like a symbol of like neglect and frigidity. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I love that frigidity. word. That's kind know, of fun right? to say. Right. Um, so the the cords symbolize a lack in independence in your situation or your relationship. Oh. And if the cord gets cut, 
Right. That means you're actually breaking the relationships that have held you back. Oh, interesting. And it's funny because he was trying to keep the car in the excavator from breaking the cords. Oh, interesting. Which symbolizes, I think... We're definitely going to have to get a right back from this. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I want to know. Now, the colors of the cords. Oh, yeah. Those are huge. So gray, the gray cord was the more important cord, remember? Yeah, it was knobbly. Yes. So gray actually indicates fear, depression, and detached emotions or isolation. Okay. Now pink... And it's interesting because it also, that was the textured cord. Yes. So there's emphasis on this one. Right? Okay. Yeah. And then the pink one um, can... it's either love and joy. Okay. Or it can be immaturity and weakness, especially when it has to do with love. Oh, so it actually could be all of the above so for this cord. Who knows? Considering it's on the snow. Exactly. Wow. Right? Yeah. So this is actually a really very intense dream. It's really deep. And, you know, usually our, like, honestly, so- sometimes people will send us in these dreams and then they actually turn out to be this really awesome thing. Yeah. Even though it was, they're like, oh my God, it was a scary dream, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one kind of had me a little bit like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple things. Um, and the, the tree. So yes, the, the tree. car ended up, or the excavator ended up going up towards a tree, right? Mm. Now it was winter time, so there are multiple definitions for trees. Right. I'm assuming, and this is just a dreamologist assumption. Yes. That the tree would have been a bare tree because it's right, winter right, time, right? It's winter. Yeah, yes. and it wasn't specified otherwise, so it's just yeah. it fits in with the winter backdrop and twilight in my mind. Totally. So a bare tree um, actually indicates that you've put your all into something mm. um, and now you're exhausted. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so and that can mean a relationship or a project. Oh, and you're and then you your excavator, which is your subconscious is trying to run it over or, <laughs> or going up to it. Going anyway. up to it. Yeah. One would assume with the intention so cle- of running it over. Now alternatively, alternatively it can signify um the cycle of life or the passage of time which does go hand in hand with um putting your all into something right and maybe feeling exhausted something's run its cycle maybe you're trying to prevent something from naturally finishing its cycle maybe and who who knows but i think this is a pretty powerful dream so listener yeah if you're if you're um you know freaking out sounds like you have something that that you're avoiding that needs to be confronted mm-hmm. yes um oh i forgot i made this little star because i ran out of room so gray also symbolizes your individualism okay so that's an important thing because yeah. that's the impo- that was the important chord mm-hmm. so maybe i feel like maybe at work or otherwise yeah. you might be going through, through something where you feel like your individuality is being stifled yeah it seems that but way you're protecting it because that's in your best interest because it's your livelihood or your profession yeah. and you need to go along with with being treated like or being in this situation yeah yeah i guess exactly. maybe i mean it's one of many things it could mean but it could it could mean a million things but yeah. anyway let us know how we did or if we're way off yeah right into backchat podcast at gmail.com yeah we want to hear from you um we got a second dream as well oh, bonus dream guys do you want to read this dream i feel like i'm always reading them yeah i would love to read it um so this one came from we got to make up a name here yeah it came from crystal tumbles crystal tumbles <laughs> perfect <laughs> Yes, no, that is who it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, here you go. All right. Read away. So, Crystal, she writes in and says, "Um, I dreamed I was in a big mansion of some kind that had a grand double staircase which circled down to the foyer. Mm. Speaking of foyer, did you know in the States they say foyer? It's just so funny. Random little 
like thing I've noticed like, down there. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Crystal continues, I was standing at the top of the stairs. It's a bit foggy about how I actually got there, but I was there. I was talking to someone <laughs> at the top of the stairs about how we were about to be under attack. They were worried, but I wasn't. I turned around to get ready for the fight. My enemies started streaming in through the doors. There were hundreds of them. Things started moving a bit more slowly. I was punching people right in the mouth, snapping their necks, and ripping their jaws off the hinge as I powered through them. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I felt totally in control and confident that I was going to kick each and every one of their asses. And I did. I love it. And. And dream. Thank you, Crystal Tumbles. Yeah. For that. (laughs) Ms. Tumbles. Ms. Tumbles. Yeah. Or Mrs. Tumbles. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. And we're not sure of your your status, Ms. Tumbles, but... But uh, here we go with Mm -hmm. her Oh, wow. So Miss Crystal Tumbles was atop of a staircase that was a grand double staircase. Yes. Okay? Yes. So staircases symbolize change and transformation and achieving a higher level of understanding and walking down and keep in mind this is a grand double staircase so that's extra emphasis on that part yeah um to walk down them without tripping which she did because she was kicking asses left right and center yeah um symbolizes that you are full of self-confidence and conviction in the pursuit of an endeavor okay there we go Mm -hmm. um now she also dreamed Miss Tumbles, that she was in a mansion. Ooh. And so a mansion symbolizes your greatest potential and growth. Okay. Um, it also says that a situation of in a relationship could be in a rut to dream oh. of a mansion. Interesting. Yeah. So it could be both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also under attack. Okay, yes. Right? Are we she ready was. to move on to that? Yeah, we are. And okay. by hundreds of people, I guess. By hundreds of enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, but she wasn't worried. So un- being under attack indicates your character being questioned and you need to defend yourself. So dreaming of an attack provides a way to confront situations you may be avoiding in real life. Okay. Um, and like, but this kind of was saying like you're under attack, but you're afraid was right. the analysis, but she actually wasn't afraid. No. Um, and she there, was full of confidence, she which was full we'll of get confidence. to later. But. Yeah. Um, so my kind of indication is that is that it's like, you need to defend yourself, but you're ready to. Right. You're prepared to do that. Okay. And you're confident in doing that. I'm. That makes sense, given what we've right? learned to date about this dream. Yes. Um, when she was facing all these attackers, she yeah. was punching them. Punching mm-hmm. was one of the big things. So to dream of punching represents your ability to draw power from yourself. Mm. Now, considering you punched hundreds of times... Yeah. You're drawing a lot of power from yourself. Yeah. And it highlights your control of a situation. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I mean, this is a pretty pretty powerful, powerful dream. dream. Yeah, you're like Wonder Woman in this dream. Um so I also looked up fighting. Yes. So having people run at you indicates your willingness to confront a situation. Mm-hmm. So it's who is running at you that's significant. Okay. Um and in this particular one it was her enemies, but it wasn't like really clear about why they were her enemies or anything like that. So let us know. Totally let us know about that one. Um, And it also indicates inner turmoil. Oh. So fighting to the death refers to a refusal to acknowledge some waking conflict or inner turmoil. But because she was fighting to the death but winning. With so many. um, That indicates. Oh, wait. Where did I put that little thing? Oh, that they'll succeed. And offers like a motivation or it's also a symbol a symbol of a sexual 
conquest. Okay. Which I thought was hilarious. That is really funny. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if it is a symbol of that, you couldn't have a better could, dream for could, any yeah, of this. Could be. Um, neck snapping. She was snapping necks snapping and cash and checks in this, right? Yeah, yeah. So that represents her own willpower and resolve. Mm. To actually dream of snapping another neck means you see a disconnect between how you feel and what they think. Oh. And it's literally separating that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So calling so people funny. out and just knowing what you want and seeing black and white here. Yeah. So there actually wasn't anything that specifically talked about what it means when you particularly dream, when you particularly dream of ripping off Jaws. Right. Because that's kind of a weird one. Um, but Jaws in particular uh, represents stubbornness, determination, and forcefulness. Okay. So to break your own jaw suggests that you're compromising your own beliefs and principles. Right. But because she was breaking others' jaws. And I so would many say, other jaws. So many other jaws. I would say it's like more that like... She's doing the opposite of that. Okay. She's not willing to compromise. Right. On her own beliefs and she's ready to take it on. Okay. Wouldn't you say? Um, I would say that's completely accurate. Just given everything else that we've talked about here. Right. And confidence. Like to just dream because she actually said she was super confident in this dream. Yeah. That literally means exactly that. What you felt is what it emotes in the dream. Yeah. And so you're fully supported in this case by dreaming your confidence. The, by dreaming that you're confident by the staircase, by the punching, by the neck snapping. Everything about this dream yeah, is just positive. 100% powerful. Powerful. Yeah. Not even necessarily po positive, but like positive in the sense that... You're a force. You're a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Let us know if uh, we were accurate. Yeah. We would love to hear back. You can DM us. And um, just no pressure or anything, but almost every dream we've ever interpreted, the people write us back. It's true. Yeah. And they're always like, oh my God, y'all dreamologists are so great. Actually, a lot of them do say y'all. <laughs> That's really funny that you say that because I do see y'all come up a lot. I think it's like kind of a new, like a term that more people are using to be like gender inclusive as opposed to saying you guys. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, I say it all the time. Well, speaking of new things, we're going to go back in time for something that's pretty old from oh, yeah. 1971. Oh, yes. Uh, specifically from January 27th, 1971. Ooh, and mm -hmm. on that day, we're going to have an adventure with Alice. <laughs> we'll work on that. We'll work on that. I don't know. Do we have like a actual thing for her? I think it's adventures with Alice or something. Something like that. Who knows? Yeah. You know what? We might change the voice. Mm -hmm. It might change every week. It could change. It should change every I can't week. I can't control my voice. Because she changes every week, Krista. Exactly. She so does. We, we need to honor that. Her her opportunities change. Her, you know, her, her feelings friends, towards her, feelings. her friends change. Yeah. All kinds of things. So tell me what was up with her on this blessed day. So <laughs> on this blessed day, exactly. So this is Wednesday at 11.05 p.m., January 27th, 1971. So how can I explain how I feel right now? I've just returned home from a concert at the Queen Elizabeth Theatre. Mariel Mathieu, don't know who that is. She was absolutely fantastic. It's really amazing to watch an audience of, say, 2,500 people sit in adoration of one person. Agape is the word, a if there gape. is one. If there is one, Brian. <laughs> There's not. Oh, I wish I were someone important. An actress. I would love to be a great actress. Fat chance, though. <laughs> She really has a lot of self-confidence. Yeah. 
There were three couples sitting in front of me, and the three girls were men in disguise. <laughs> oh, wow. Men in disguise. Looks like maybe, you know, Alice, uh, her, her education level wasn't really quite uh, <laughs> I mean, tippy-toppy. Her, her vocabulary says otherwise, but it's, yeah, her observations are, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've never been so close to one in my life. Really strange, but not repulsive. That's what she says. <laughs> I mean, in 1971... And I'm not sure, is she talking about, like, drag queens? I feel like she is talking about drag queens. Drag queens? Yeah. Just the way she says it. And in 1971, there could be worse ways to describe one. From I mean, what they're... a drag queen, for yeah. sure. And I think, like, I mean, we have to remember that this was literally over 50 years ago. Yes. And, uh, like, this would be totally new for her. She's yeah. also, like, 17, I think, or yeah. something. Or maybe she's 19. I don't know. But, um, anyways... Alice is quite a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, tomorrow I have to go to work at St. Paul's Meat Market, so I guess I'd better hit the pillow. That's her. She's out. Oh, signing off. Yeah. Is that it? She signed it today, Allison. Oh. So she changes her her changes it up. I like that a little bit. And you know, I like the full Allison. That's nice. Right. Yeah, that's fun. Should I read this little messy page? You might. As Sometimes, well. like she goes out and gets drunk. Okay. And then her writing is really messy. Oh. And it's kind of hard to like read. <laughs> okay. But today she says, tonight we went to the show Leslie. Something or other. Tonight we went to the show Leslie, Ben and I. Okay. I think is what she's saying. We went for pizza and a beer afterwards. Hmm. And then it says, last night I went to a party for Debbie Greening. And someone else's birthday, which I can't read, with Patty Duncan. Beautiful time. And that's it. That's what oh. she says. It's like the weirdest thing. She says it, she introduces it like three times. <laughs> and then she just has this lovely drawing of Conception. Okay. Mm-hmm. And is it titled Conception? It is. Oh, wow. Um, and it's like a, like a blade. Yeah. Like diving through a sphere. Okay. Um very graphic we might have to post a little photo of this so that people can see what's going on we might and like is this some is this foreshadowing in the adventures with alice well you know so here's the thing i read this a while ago like Mm -hmm. a few years ago when i first got it and Mm -hmm. i read through the whole thing and i was like oh my god but i haven't read it since okay and i honestly don't really remember what happens well we'll find out together but that's why it's kind of fun. I was like, I'm not going to reread it because it's kind of fun to find out what Alice yeah, is up to. Yeah, and firsthand reactions. It's great. Right? Yeah, the it's commentary. Kind of a weird one. Uh, it'll never end. Yeah, but... Well, uh, it will, but we'll love it It will it end, yeah. It will end. <laughs> Maybe we'll find, you know, journal number two. Yeah, that Who would knows? be fun. Well, let's see where this goes. Right? Maybe we'll have to write, continue on after if yes. um, if all goes well. Yeah, we'll have to just keep writing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And thinking of, <laughs> thinking of, speaking of all going well, yes. I think that episode, the first one back went pretty well. Yes, I think so too. So season two of Back Chat, and we've got some exciting things to announce to you. Not tonight, but in the next couple weeks, we've yeah. added a few members to the Back Chat team. Really excited about this. Yeah, and so we're, we're not going to like talk about it yet because the details aren't totally figured out, but... The ink's drying on the paper. The ink is drying on the paper, so we're hoping to have more content, more ways to interact, yeah. all kinds of things. But we also want to hear from you, so if you want to let us know what you think for Season 2, uh, you can write us at backchatpodcast at gmail.com or 
you can hit us up on our Instagram, Backchat Podcast. Yeah, or you can always find Krista on Instagram at Carminal, K-A-R-M-I-N-A-L. Or you can find Brian on Instagram at Helix, B-R-Y-H-E-L-I-X. Well, Krista, I think that's a wrap on this week's episode of Backchat. I would say. As always, well, not always, but as of today, I'm still Brian. I'm still Krista. And together, together we're, we're still Backchat. Backchat. <laughs> <laughs>